previously on the one man show a guide to today's generation what does that mean millennials gen z sometimes we don't understand but i think i have vulnerable vulnerability the definition is being authentic about how you're feeling and truthful about who you are and how things you have experienced have affected you it's a state of emotional exposure that comes with a certain degree of uncertainty it involves a person's willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes from being open and willing to love and be loved with that being said Welcome to episode 35 of the One Man Show. This is me being vulnerable. And it's, I, I had this conversation, not conversation, but I've heard from a few people in the past that you don't seem, well, let's put it this way. One person said, you don't seem like the vulnerable type. And I said, what's your definition of vulnerable? Because it could be good, it could be bad. Um, these days, it sounds like it's good. But back in the day, it would be like you're vulnerable to get attacked. You're vulnerable. You're more open to, you know, uh, being weak or being taken advantage of. I don't seem the type to be vulnerable. But then again, I've had people tell me what's great about you is that you are vulnerable. And it just made me think, uh, you know, I, I think in society today, I would say more for men. And this could be for women, too. I think people have a hard time being vulnerable. I think really... I don't, first of all, I can't say that word that well. Secondly, I think we should just be saying honest, being honest with oneself, being honest to others, being open about your feelings. That's really what we're talking about here. And I am vulnerable. I definitely am. And I've, I've, I have emotions and I have feelings and I have all these things that happen in me. And I feel like there's times where I can't, I can't, I can't express it, but there's times that I can't hold it in either. And if you follow me on social media, you know I'm pretty honest. I'm pretty straightforward. I've talked about many things in my life. I've talked about depression, anxiety. I've talked about you know when I was living in my car. Uh, there's been a lot of things. So I'm, I'm as vulnerable as it gets. This is the only way I know how to be. And I, I don't want it to be to come off as weak i don't want it to come off as feel sorry for me because i think those are a couple of the reasons why people are not open and they're not vulnerable is because of that they don't want to be seen as that but i have my moments and today i wanted to pretty much throw the script out the window i don't really have a plan and what i'm talking about but i am going to be vulnerable i'm going to be honest with you some feelings i have some fears because there is a lot there is a there are some some things i struggle with and hopefully this episode will get you to be more honest with yourself and honest with others you know it's okay to show your feelings it's okay to tell people in fact sometimes when you're honest about your feelings and how you feel and what you're going through you feel a lot better it's much like venting 
or as much like letting out something that you've been holding in, this weight off of your shoulders, it's okay to talk about it. Uh, I notice there's times where I I get a little more emotional. I get a little more maybe grouchy. Um, In the past week, I've noticed I've been a little more emotional. And And I give you an example. Just the other day, I saw my mom. And uh, my mom, when it comes to my worst fear, my worst fear is probably losing a family member, especially a uh, immediate family member like my brothers or my mom. That scares me to death. I'm not going to lie to you. And I saw her the other day, and I haven't seen her since Christmas, and that's not a long time ago. But in the span of a month or two, she, I, seen the, I see the aging. I see her look older. She doesn't look as well, and it scares me. And when I left her that day, because I was dropping off breakfast, I got a little emotional. Like uh, when I saw her and I was talking to her, I don't know. I felt, I did feel. I guess I I'm the kind of guy. My personality is I see things ahead of time before it happens. It's not seeing the future, but I understand what's coming up, and I. Th- my example for that is a lot of people, when something bad happens or they lose someone, they're shocked. They're, they're surprised. They're like, I didn't expect this to happen. I never thought this would happen. I'm more of a guy that I'm very well aware how time flies. I'm very well aware of aging. I'm very well aware of me aging and time going by fast and people in my life that I love aging and passing on. Very aware of that. And maybe too much because it affects my emotions, affects my feelings, and I do feel it. And I try my best not to think about it, but I'm always thinking about the future. So when I saw my mom, and she looked a lot older, and maybe she just didn't do her hair, honestly, that day. She didn't go get to go to the beauty shop. But it made me sad, and it made me think, like, first of all, I hope she's okay. Because she's been having bouts of dizziness and whatnot. And the next day, she had a doctor's appointment. So I'm afraid of that, um, and it it did it made me feel uneasy. And that whole day, I, I I couldn't concentrate. I was worried about her. And there are times where I feel like you know I I when I thought about it and whatnot, like I almost was gonna tear up. I'm very afraid to lose my mom. Very afraid. Growing up as a kid, I was a mama's boy. I was very attached to her. Uh, almost, you know borderline <laughs> extreme uh i've told these stories before on my social media but you know she would uh i would have to hug her before she goes in the bathroom and takes a shower i would cry when she would go out with my auntie and they just go to the beauty shop or somewhere somewhere close by i would be fearful that something would happen to her and i feel like some of that came back the other day when i talked to her the next day because I, I feel like I had to check up on her. She sounded really good. and But here's the weird thing. While I was talking to her, I started tearing up. And I was I was actually crying. And I was trying to hold it in. And I don't know why I was crying. But I felt like she was happy and everything. She was good. We're talking about, you know, uh, different, uh, a variety of things. But I was crying when I was talking to her in my car. And I don't know if it's the weather because it's been rainy lately or, um, you know, maybe it's, I don't know, it's the season where I just feel more emotional than uh, than other times. Or maybe I didn't get enough sleep, but I was crying while I was talking to her. 
and I just, I just, I guess I'm just so afraid to lose her. I'm, she's at that age, you know, she's in her late seventies now, and she's getting up there. I worry about the future, and I, I don't, I don't understand why I cried, but I, I guess it was the fear and just thinking about the future and what could happen and and whatnot. Uh, after I got off the phone with her, I felt a whole lot better. I don't know what caused that, but. I worry about the future. If we're being 100% honest, uh, I'm vulnerable in that way. I always worry about the future. I I worry about losing a brother, losing my mom. I worry about losing a friend. I I these are things that you shouldn't think about on a regular basis, but I think about it a lot. And there's times where I'm in the moment and I'm having a, I'm at a family function or I'm talking to my friend. And I'm thinking this is not going to be forever. Like one day, either they won't be here, I won't be here. And one of my biggest fears almost is being the last one surviving, the last one alive. I I know a couple of people on social media that their siblings are gone, their parents are gone. And I just wonder, how do you deal with that? How do you, you're the last one, like who's left? And then I think about, okay, well, that's why people start families. Because if they should they lose their family, their immediate family, they have their kids, they have their husband, their other half. I don't really have that. I don't I don't have kids. So I think about when I get older, what's gonna happen? Who's gonna take care of me? You know? I I, I fear that. Uh, the unknown, really. Aging is a huge thing with me. It's it's a weird, awkward, weird thing that I worry about. I, I do this thing where I look at celebrities that, that's around my age, like Channing Tatum, Macaulay Culkin. I shouldn't be knowing this. Ryan Gosling, uh, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> uh, there's a list of people to make myself feel better because I look at them. I'm like, they look great. All right. I still got a chance. We're good because I, I worry about aging as well. And I understand that I'm aging. In the past year, I, I've, I've struggled with a few things. I've struggled with my weight. And uh, I've, I've gained weight and I've had comments here and there. And I promise you, uh, no matter what you see, like I try my best. I'm working out and I feel like I can relate to a lot of you because I feel like I can go a, a good two weeks or so, a good month working out straight. I don't see that much change, positive changes. I don't, I don't lose weight. And then as soon as I fall off the bandwagon for a week and I s- I go on vacation or I eat something. I feel like I just blow up. And it's it's the most unfair thing in life. And I don't drop weight as, as much as I did before. And I have a hard time with it. And I'm working out like twice a day, five days a week, sometimes six to seven. I really am trying my best. My diet is not perfect, but it's not anywhere near awful. But I, I struggle with this. And the weight gain has been a hard thing. I'm not comfortable taking off my shirt. I'm not comfortable when I go in the water, I have to wear something, you know, to cover my body. I can't just take off my shirt and just go in the water, in the ocean or swimming pool. I don't feel comfortable with that. And it's it's some, it's been a few years now that I just don't feel comfortable with that. I don't expose myself like that. I just, I don't feel good about my body. And I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying my best. That's all I can do. I'm not going to let it get me down. I'm going to continue to put in the work. But hey, this episode is well being vulnerable. So I'm just being honest with you guys. Uh, trainers struggle with it. Guys struggle with it. We don't talk about it. 
But if you're a woman listening to this, I know you have your own struggles and your own insecurities. Hey, I feel you. I go through the same thing. Within the last year, year or two, I've noticed balding, my hair thinning out. I've noticed receding hairline. And I, I don't tell many people this, but I bought this product called Keeps for Men, K-E-E-P-S. And in the span of three to five months, it actually started working. So my, my, my hair has been growing back and it's getting a little bit thicker and I feel better about myself. So that has helped. And I'm trying to catch it ahead of time before I lose it completely for good. And I recommend other men doing that as well. Catch it ahead of time. We don't have to live with the balding. You know, there's, there's a medicine now. There's things that you can do that's natural without surgery, without anything crazy that will naturally help with the hair regrowth and everything. Um, so in that department, I fixed it. I feel a whole lot better uh, confidence-wise. But yeah, taking off my shirt is just not, yeah, it's not a thing that I'm, I'm comfortable with. Uh, I don't like when I sit down and I'm just, like my stomach just pops out. Or if I just eat something, a dinner, lunch, and it just blows up. I'm like, I didn't deserve that. That sucks, you know? It's like, wow. I can look flat one minute and just, I just had one sandwich and boom, it blows up. And I've had this problem for a while and it's, it's, I've been insecure about it for a while. There's a period of time, maybe about a, uh, uh, six months to a year period where I started buying XXL shirts and I started wearing that because I would try to hide the stomach. For men, the stomach is a huge thing. Uh, no pun intended. But I tried going the XXL route. I've tried, you know, wearing shirts versus like the Lycra material, the Lycra or the, the dry fit material because I feel like my stomach would show more. So I had my phase with that. Now I'm starting to transition out of that phase and I'm wearing things that are closer to my size, which is extra large. Before I was doing XXL. And so my confidence is coming back a little bit more. I'm working out more often. So I think that's part of why I feel more confident. But that's where I'm at right now with my insecurities, my confidence, my self-esteem, whatever you want to call it. Besides all of that, you know, there, there's thoughts that go in my head like, you know, um, is this the last time I'm going to see someone when I'm talking to someone, right? When I see my mom, there's this weird thing I do where I walk away. I walk out as I leave her. I'm looking back at her and she's still at the door looking at me and I'm thinking, gosh, what if this is the last time I see her? I struggle with it and I struggle with time passing. I see how a lot of the 80s, 90s stuff is nostalgia now. We're like a nostalgic act, the music and everything. I see how the fashion changes. I see I see how, you know, kids change. I see how maybe they might react to me or how they might converse with me as an older person now. Uh, I just had a swim lesson like uh, maybe about a month ago or so. And I remember talking to this girl. She's like in her early 20s. And we're talking about, for some reason, we're talking about friends that she has or I have. And she said this one thing to me where it was like, don't you have any young people as friends? And I'm thinking, hold on. You know, you know that moment where you're you're seeing someone as your equal, but you forget that you're at a different level or you're at a, another age. It was at that moment where I was thinking, wow, never mind. I, I, I thought I was around her age. I thought I was like, you know, I, I forgot that I'm older than her. I forgot that I'm 15 to 20 years older. I forgot that I'm seen as an older person. 
weird, very weird. I miss the old days. There's times I miss I miss hanging out with my friends. Uh, I miss everybody's got their own life now. Everybody's got family and kids. I miss seeing them. I miss I, I miss the friendship we had and the closeness and everything. Uh, I really don't have any friends, honestly. I have like maybe a few I can count on my hand that I keep in contact with, especially from back in the day. Guy friends, I only have like maybe a few, two or three that I still keep in contact with, you know, not regularly, but not as much. We don't hang out. Majority of my friends is clients, women, really. I like my guy friends and I, I like my, you know, guy time. And I, I, I think every man should have that as much as women have time with their girls. But I don't have it as much as I did before. In general, I miss the good old days. But insecurities, yes, I do have them. If you go on my social media, you almost never see a selfie. I tried taking selfies. Whenever I take pictures of myself, I I do like 20 or 30 of them. I delete them. I, I don't like the way I look. Um, I don't like the angles that I'm shot. There's times where I'll take a group picture and I barely post that because I don't feel comfortable with the way I look. Um, I'm not how I used to look before. I'm not where I want to be. So that's where the insecurity comes from. And that's something I'm learning to get better at. I know that there's work to be done. And so it's, this is not a pity party. It might sound like it, but at the end of the day, I got a lot of work to do to get to the place where I can be happy with myself again. I can I can love myself. I love myself, but there's a lot of things that I want to change. And I know that the only way I can do it is to put in the work and the time. And the only person that can do it is me. So, yes, I am vulnerable. Very. I'm very honest about my emotions. There's days that I don't understand my emotions. There's days that maybe it's the weather, but I don't feel happy. There's days where I feel a little depressed or I feel a little sad. I feel a little down. And I don't know why I feel like that. But I know that sometimes if I just take a nap or I just go to sleep, I'll feel better the next day. I, that's, you know, that's me in a nutshell. I hope you can relate to this. I hope you can, whatever you can get out of this, because I, I just figured, you know, talking from a few friends and then we us talking about vulnerability i feel like that was a good topic for for a podcast and i just wanted to express myself and just kind of share those feelings with you guys so um what the purpose of this is i don't know like i said maybe you can relate to it you can get something out of it but in this moment right now this episode i just wanted to be vulnerable and i just wanted to be honest and i just wanted to tell you my feelings and that's really all i have to say Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next episode where I'm probably less vulnerable. (laughs) Thanks for listening.